Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jay, and you are listening to the Let's Be Frank podcast. Let's get it. All right, everybody, what is up? We are back for episode, what is this, four, five? It's about five years. Five years. Oh, and if you guys are wondering whose voice that is, (laughs) I'm here with my boy, Brandon B. Merch. How y'all doing? (laughs) He also has a podcast called um, His Cake Not Yours. Yes. So we're doing a little collaboration. His Cake Not Yours, you know, mashing it up today. Yes. So the infamous... Jay. Jay. <laughs> I was gonna say it'd be nasty, but that's not cute. Whoa. <laughs> so uh yeah, I'm here with my boy Brandon. He is just gonna come on the podcast today and we're gonna chop it up about red flags and self-love slash self-care from not only a female's perspective, but I wanted to give the fellas something. So he's going to come on here and give the men uh his perspective and his outlook. On that piece. Wanna spit some flames to y'all today. So, um, just to kind of like before we even get into all of that, I wanna do a fun little little icebreaker with you, you know, because it won't be me if I don't mess with you a little See, bit. Icebreakers, I don't know. You can go either one or two ways. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you two, but this one, I wanna see what you're gonna say. So, all right, um, all right. the first one is Have you ever been told that you look like someone famous and who was it? Don't don't pull quite, it. Quite honestly, the only person okay, I have is one person that I've consistent consistently gotten before is Omar Epps. I know you No, because I can't think of nobody else. Like even when I was growing up, I never had no celebrity. Uh, I got to actually a story about celebrities though. Okay. So we it was me and my cousin. Mm-hmm. We went to go meet up at the mall one time with these two girls. Right. So. I was meeting with my, it was one of the, you know, homies at the time, you know, potential, whatever. It's another story. But um, long story short, I told him, okay, her, she brought her cousin, and that's, you know, your mm-hmm. date for the night. Right. So he's like, nah, that's not her, bro. He's like, that's not her. And I was like, yeah, that's that's her. He's like, nah, we got to we gotta turn back around. I'm like, oh, Yo, you forgot something in the car? He's like, no, we got to go. Like, we got to leave. Like, Why? <laughs> so so he, was, he was already kind of on the fence with that. But then long story short. We are at the food court chilling, and we do the celebrity comparison thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody's kind of going around saying it. So the girl he was with, she goes, you know, I've gotten Alicia Keys sometimes, but then also I've gotten Queen Latifah. I said, how do you get Alicia Keys? How does that even add I up? I said, wait, hold on. I'm like, I gave her the squint. You know, the squint, the... <laughs> What what is where it? house houseway? What you talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, like so yeah, it was that's a funny story about celebrity comparisons. But mine is, I guess, apparently Omar Epps. Well, we're gonna let y'all uh, write in the comments <laughs> or wherever you feel like it. Let us know if you think Brandon looks like Omar Epps. I actually do think you look like Omar Epps. I was one. I was wondering if you were gonna say him. So you got it. You got that. <laughs> All right. So um. I'm gonna ask you a black card revoked question. Okay. Even your, even though yours got revoked earlier, but it's fine. Why do mine get revoked? Y'all, she didn't know. She don't know nothing about ATL. <laughs> I mean, you tell me. I I don't like. No offense to my new, white my new. white viewers, <laughs> but I don't know a lot of white people that I've spoken to that know that movie. All the people I talk to are black. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. But. Whatever. <laughs> all right. So. um... 
we're gonna ask you this question. How long did Miss Sophia have to fight? <laughs> Ten minutes, twelve <laughs> rounds, an hour, or all her life? All her life. <laughs> you gotta say it. I've been fighting all my life. No, all my life I had to fight. <laughs> all right, cool. So that was just something to kick us off real quick. Um, Black card so is in. Is it is standing? You know, don't just y'all be the judge because she's not. You know, depending on his jokes, his dad jokes, it, it could go out the window. Not, it might be under review, but today we'll let you keep your black card. She's not a good, she's a good judge on that. So <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all be that. You know, we'll let y'all be slide the judge in the comments or something. You know, please. Anyway, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> um, so we're gonna kick it off with red flags, and so B, what are as a man? Because I know we hear women talk about it a lot. We hear men giving women advice a lot about red flags. Give us like maybe an experience that you've had with realizing what some red flags are for men. Because I don't really know what men think about when it comes to red flags. Like, what are your what have you learned about red flags? It's a very good question. Um, so the red flag debate, I guess, if you will, it it can go different directions because every man is different. Right. Um, what every man wants ideally in a relationship varies. Um, I know for me personally, my whole thing is I, I'm a person I love, I like to show affection. I like to, you know, just, and not necessarily to my fellas a lot of times, you know, think it just means, you know, all the physical stuff, right? which is kind of a part of it, but it's not all the way, all the way exactly what it is. Um, like little stuff, like I'll let you know, Hey, yo, you look good today, beautiful, whatever the case may be, right. things of that nature. Now, I've been in relationships with women where I guess for them it may have been too much in a way Mm -hmm. uh, for them because I came to find out, come to find out that they had a lot of issues where they didn't receive affection from men. Mm. And so a lot of times when you have a history of not receiving that and now you're actually getting it, it's not saying that you don't want it, but it's it's saying that you're not prepared for it. So they're like, whoa. So it's sometimes like you're taken aback now. I've been um, willing to work through with that, but then it's like, it gets to me sometimes to be a little bit, um, it can be a little bit taxing if I'm, if I feel like I'm the only one that's trying to show you that. That's true. You know, so, um, but that's just for me personally as a man. So um, is that a red flag that you feel like women have from men? I think that's a red, for me, uh, at this point in my life, it is a red flag, um, in terms of if you're not even willing and be to be open to that side of me, mm, because okay. a lot of time, because I think for men, like so, we we're supposed to be, I guess, the leaders, and we're supposed to, you know, carry things, and you know, I guess, be the the stern right. or sturdy part of the relationship, I guess, okay. in uh, culture's view. Whereas really what us as men are looking for is just really a place to be vulnerable, mm. and that's a part of that's a word. That's a part of my vulnerability is. You know, being able to do that because I don't, I mean, I guess I show that to people in certain ways, but I don't, I'm not always going to be like, yo, you look so good. Or you look, I'm not going to do that with everybody. Right. So this is my space to where if, you know, I, you know, I want to compliment you or I want to, you know, because part of my personality is to encourage. Right. That's a part of my encouragement. And you kind of, as my woman, get the, the top, the tippy top right. stuff of that, you know? So um, that's what I do. And if you are in a place where it's like, it's too much for you to the point where it's like 
it's one thing if you're not prepared for it and right. you're trying to like get adjusted to it, but it's another if you're totally just kind of like rejecting it mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, okay, all right, like, because now I'm, it's going to make me want to withdraw okay, and say, okay, you know what, all right, well, now I can't do that with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, um, that's for real. So that's one, that's one of them. Any, sure. any other red flags like that you feel like you've picked up on from women? Um, they're like, nah, I can't, I can't get with that. Um, I think for me, it's it's the constant searching of attention. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That that could be a little problematic, but I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, because everybody wants attention, right. you know, in some capacity. Um, I'm not going to say that we're all impervious to it. Right. But it's like, at what lengths do you go to that? Like, you know, we talk about like social media. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to directly judge you off of your social media, but I'm I'm saying like how you how you how you roll how you right. pres- how you how do you present yourself right in different environments okay and if you are trying to present yourself in a way that just is to garner attention we'll say for reasons that aren't aligned with the person that you are but a lot of times like so for example I've seen this one this one particular woman that I I used to follow I don't follow her anymore um I never really knew her but. I would just go in there sometimes and, you know, just scrolling through social media as you probably all do, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just see, like, comments talking about how, you know, dudes are not nothing. And, like, I, I'm tired of, you know, dealing with ain't-ish dudes and right, all that other stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, look at what you, look at how you present yourself. Right. Like, the way you present yourself is not so that you can find a husband, but it's so you can, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And so... um I look at that and say, okay, is she presenting herself in a way that's respectable? Mm-hmm. Um, is it highlighting her intelligence first, her her spirit first, you know, uh, her person first, and then all the other stuff? Or right. does that other stuff come first for somebody, mm. for, for you to feel like somebody has to, you know, kept, you know, you, you feel like that's the only way that, I guess, they catch your eye? Yeah. You know, because a, a lot of that comes from lack of attention from right. male figures in their lives. And I think that's overall for me one thing that's just it, it's very hard for me to try to uh maneuver because i've been in multiple relationships where the woman that i was with had issues with their fathers mm. had, had issues with uh communicating with the with men so do you feel like that's an issue inside of you why you keep attracting women who have issues with their father i did i took that into consideration and mm-hmm. i was like okay because of me, I've always wanted to be like a, I guess, like when I see problems like that, it's kind of like a attractive thing to me. Not not because not because it was like, oh, I'm thinking like, that. she got daddy issues. Okay. Like, that's great. <laughs> right, that's great. Right. But it's almost like, all right, this is going to be a reason. This is this just is another reason why I want to make this work because I want to be some. I want to be able to give you something that you didn't have. Mm. But I had to come to the realization that that's a, heart, a hurt that I can't. I can't look. You have to. You, no. Healing is so part is so much part of your preparation for a relationship, and if you even are in the space to entertain it. Yeah. So if I see that you're not healed from those things, and or you're not realizing that God is going to be those answers that you're looking for, then I don't know how much we can really go f- forward because a lot of those things will, will keep getting tripped up on right? because we're not focusing on where it was caused from in the first place. Like I had no problem trying to help, but I think the problem was in the, my previous relationships is I was trying to be the answer. Mm. I was trying to be, that's the, you know, the person that was going to be changing. That's going to like have this whole life change experience. Right. But 
it only lasts for so long. Right. Um, I was at, uh, I had the pleasure of being at Uncensored Night last night. Um, at church, Change at, Church. At Change Church, Dr. Darius Daniels and Lady, First Lady Shamika Daniels. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things they touched on was if you don't focus on your healing and you don't um, sit on that and, and really figure out where it came from mm-hmm. and how you're going to get past that and who you're going to get past it with, right. most importantly, those issues may seem good at first when you're entertaining the idea of relationships with people, mm-hmm. but at some point, he referred to it as it, it being dormant. Wow. And, 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 and all it takes is a trigger. It's like one of those, you know, those diseases that people get sometimes where, like, there's no symptoms at all. You would have never seen it coming. Yeah. Everything is presented up front like it's fine. Yeah. But then three months, two months, whatever, into it, you're like, oh, she's, like, doing the most, like... You know, like, oh, she, okay, this is. Like she got issues. Yeah, I'm like, yo, this is, this is becoming a habit that I'm like, I'm not liking. Like, right. you know? Um, so, so, yeah. Okay. So, I feel you on that. So, look, before we move to on into it more, for me as a female, mm-hmm. um, red flags for me, I guess. So, this can kind of waver in how you, how you receive it and where you are in your life. But I've dealt with, like, narcissistic personalities. So, I'm. Mm. I'm always on the lookout. So, um, for me, a red flag is someone who is not really trying to take the time to get to know me and collect data, mm-hmm. but more so you're love bombing me. Like yeah. you're, it, it's it's almost like sometimes they say if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. So for me, if a guy is doing the most and trying to, um, like make me feel like this is some fairy tale, bro. This is real life. So, so what are things that would elude that would get you to the point where it's alluding to this person is is being very narcissistic, if you if you will. Um, for me, it would be like they're not trying to take their time to really get to know me. They're just kind of saying all the right things. So, and they're most likely because they picked up on a insecurity in you, and they want to they they're playing on this. So. Love bombing is like, I've only known you for two days, but yet you, you're talking to me about like how you could, you could see yourself with me for the rest of your life or you just, I don't know. I can't really explain it. I just, you it's, know, it's if something like, doesn't feel so, right. Cause, cause I see what you're saying. Like, cause what I'm trying to pick up on is so, cause the, I guess saying the right things it is like. It could be a coincidence, but a lot of times, like, I get you, it's not. Right. But I just think, like, I guess, is there a time frame on that? Like, okay, like, all right, you're doing this way too soon. Or, like, is it, or when you say way too soon, is it just, like, beyond your expectation? I feel like when you're not giving me information about who you really are as a person, but you're just trying to speak to what you think I want to hear. You're trying, you're not really telling me anything about yourself. Okay, okay. You're just giving the fairy tale story type mm-hmm. type of answers that's a red flag to me another red flag for me is um how you treat other people True. so if i'm hanging out with you and i'm kicking it with you and you have a bad temper and you go off on somebody i used to think like there were things i used to say to myself like oh no he wouldn't do that to me mm-hmm. how somebody treats somebody when they're upset is how they will that's... treat you when they're upset with you we judge a tree by its fruit exactly so... so now i'm like what do you what do you do in a situation when you're upset and like, I check myself on that too. Like, what mm-hmm. do you do, Julissa, when you're upset? Right. When somebody has pushed you to the limit, like, is, are you able to talk about it, or do you blow up, cuss people out, hit people, fight people? Because it is so true. Like, I was in that situation, 
where I was like, oh, he would never do that to me. And lo and behold, lo and behold, he, he definitely mm-hmm. treated me how he has treated everybody else. Yeah. So, um, that's one red flag. And just to give another, um, another red flag for me, especially with guys is what is your, what is your work ethic? And I know that sounds crazy. Like, oh, well, what if he's struggling or what if he's trying to figure things out? If you're trying to figure things out, you shouldn't be dating. Point blank, period. I don't, I, for me, a guy, a red flag for me is a man who's willing to have a woman help him to a certain extent. Now, I can see if I was rolling with you mm-hmm. for a minute and, you know, you fall on hard times, that's different. But, like, if you coming at me right out the gate with, with a lot of, I don't know, drama. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, she, I, I get what you're saying because, like, you shouldn't be coming, you shouldn't be expecting me to be the answer for wherever it is that you're lacking at this point. Right. Um, Because it's one thing when you're in a relationship and, you know, like I said, that's when you're in a relationship, it's an expected place of vulnerability. Hey, I'm right. maybe I'm, I'm not where I need to be at this particular moment, but I know where I want to be at. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And we, and we understand and respect the fact that we're trying to do that together. But if you're coming out the gate, like yeah. like if he's like oh I'm in between jobs right now like I ain't really I ain't really got got yeah. this and yeah, yeah. I ain't got that why you got him date bro I see <laughs> see the thing I think it happens is when you go on these different social media social media is a killer man like y'all yeah. don't understand how many like seeds are planted in social media until you just get off it like last week I was off social media and it was just kind of like. Even when I got like, I'm like, yo, this is weird. Like, why am I even doing this? Like, because it would be like now, like before when I would just be chilling sometimes and you just, you know, it was like a way for me to kind of just relax. It's actually becoming a way to actually not relax. Cause yeah. It's like all these different things. Like, and then you go on there. I mean, as a man, I mean, I'm thinking sometimes you go on there, see people in relationships or you see like, you know, you know, shorty looking good, whatever. Like, let's just be real fellas. Like, and it's like. Dang, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't got it all together right now, but, you know, I want to give it a shot, though. Yeah, you know? and, and when I say have, like, what's your work ethic? Like, I don't mean that he has to have his whole life together. Like, you got to be stable. You got to have a 401k, all this stuff. But, like, at, at the minimum, like, you should at least have a job if you're trying to court somebody. Like, sure. you shouldn't Agreed. be out here with, like, my car broke down. I'm sleeping on my best friend's couch. Like, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> like, what you want to do? Help yeah, you. Help yeah. you. Help me. Help you help you so I don't have to help you. Like, think, you know? Man, that's the biggest thing because it shows how much you care about moving forward because you can't move forward with somebody else if you're not stable with yourself. That's, that's another red flag for me. Uh, yeah. Is... If you don't, even from, even me as a man talking about a woman is, me, I like a woman who, who has her, who has her stuff together. Like, Uh I don't, I can't, I can't be with a woman who just doesn't, like I said, I don't need you to have everything all put together. Um, but it's just like, I need you to know exactly where you're at in life. What are you bringing to the table? Exactly. Like, cause this is a two, this is a two, I'm not just going to be the one, like, again, Popular culture, it still has this way of saying that men should be the one carrying it, and it's like a badge of honor. No, it's a badge of stress. Right, <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, like, struggle of, I'm not with struggle of on either end. I don't feel like a man should have to struggle to, like, I, I mean, he should be your provider and care for you. But first of all, if y'all not married, and you should be coming to the table with something. Like, my, my um, mom always told me, and, like, my grandpa always told her, 
you men are like expect things from you when they have to give you stuff so there should be a certain level and pastor talks about it too like there should be a certain level of security in yourself that you got your bag your own bag so in in the event that things go south you can be out with no (laughs) no no issues at all exactly and i would personally for me respect the man more if even if we're vibing and we like each other if he he has no problem saying to me look i'm not in a good place right now and i want to get myself together and I'll come back to you. I will respect him so much more for that. Right. Like, I, I won't no judgment, no no side-eye, nothing. Because mm-hmm. at least he's saying, like, you know what? When I met you, I didn't expect to vibe with you like that or like you. But I respect you enough to say that I got to get myself together. And a woman, too. Like, there are things that I have to get myself together with as well. No, I'm not looking to be perfect. But I respect a man enough to say, like, I'm not in... Like, I'm not exactly where you right. might want me to be. Right, exactly. So, And I agree. I think it's measuring the expectation of where you think that the person should be that kind of determines a red flag. Because, you know, my red flag this season that I'm in now was completely different from what it was five years ago. Mm. Um, five years ago, it just been like, yo, <laughs> you know, I was in a whole bunch of, I was in a completely different state of mind, but it was just like, you know... I want you to be attractive. I got to get you to be attractive. If you're not attractive, then I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to holler or whatever. Right, right, right. right. And I mean, obviously, that's that's not going to change. I need you to, I, I want a woman that's attractive to right. me. Right, I don't, don't want to be in the dark, know, you know, nah, have a dark, no, listen, meet me at the dark restaurant. No, look, <laughs> we don't do that. I, I, besides, see, look, I can't be having the lights dim too low. You know what I'm saying? I like to, I like to see what I'm looking at. Look, but, he shall give you clarity in yeah, 2020. Right. <laughs> listen. Please do not. I, one of my brothers, my brother, I, I will shout him out, Mr. Donald Schuler. Oh, Don! Shout out to that man. <laughs> you know, listen, I'm getting, I'm in this thing to get everything all inclusive. Yes, that includes what I find pleasing to the eye. Right. You know that part. Um, that's not the the most important part, but it is a. I mean, part. I just would like to sit across the room in, in our right. house and look at you and be like, "Dad, right. my husband is fine." Right. Like, right. I don't want to be like. Tag dog, like she. Right. He got a nice heart though. Red like word. He got a nice heart. Though. Right, like you got a good heart, but <laughs> like so that's I mean, but it's just it just goes to show, man. Um, when you're elevating yourself, yeah, you'll elevate what you consider to be red flags because sometimes those things that were red flags to you before may actually turn out being something that you can say to yourself, all right, you know, that wasn't actually the worst thing in the world. Right, you know what I'm saying. Um, but, and, uh, and I think like sometimes red flags doesn't mean like run away. It just means like we have to have a conversation mm-hmm. and what are you going to do to change it? And one thing I can like, I honestly want to say to men and women about that is words mean nothing. Somebody can tell you, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to change this. Oh, it sounds real good. And, and, it, and you fall real good, but you, you got to question the person. So what is your plan to do this? When do you expect to have this done by? How do you expect to heal from this issue? What are your steps that you're going to take? Are you going to go to therapy? When are you going to go to therapy? What's, mm-hmm. When's the appointment set? Like, you know, right. and see what their actions produce because people are good at the art of lip service. Yeah. Just to keep you because no, if we're all real about it, we don't want to always be alone. Mm-hmm. Um, Some of us, me personally, I'm comfortable with it because I, I have to not be afraid of it in order to to not accept certain things but everybody's right. not there yet right um so that's where I, that's what one thing with red flags it doesn't mean run away it just mm-hmm. means like oh hold right. up pump the brakes before we go down this this lane anymore we need to stop and have a conversation and i would like to clarify something too with you guys is that um in terms of healing right sometimes people 
don't know what they need to heal from mm, at times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think for me, for example, I've kind of always had the expectation, like, all right, I'm kind of cutthroat with it. Like, yo, let's get to it. Like, right. what's the problem? And, like, sometimes it could be, again, a little too strong for some people. Right. So you got to let them find that. Now, also, when they discover what it is, that next step may not come when you expect it. That's really good. In terms That's of good. them actually taking the steps because now they kind of coming to the realization and that's a potentially traumatic process right for this for that person um so you you have to understand and ask yourself i think in those red flags talk about talking and surrounding about healing are you willing to be patient with that person through whatever that issue is mm, that's good um because a lot of those steps don't happen simultaneously they may happen and that's not to say that I'm not using this as an excuse for that person to say that they can delay, mm-hmm. sit here and just sit on whatever for forever. Right. But all I'm saying is, don't expect that person to admit what they what they what they need healing from one day, and then the very next day say, "Okay, I'm signed up for therapy or I'm signed right. up for this." Like it's not going to happen that fast. You have to and you have to know your limitations, like you said. Like I like sometimes it's not even telling the person; it's just setting a mental note in your mind. If they don't have this 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 moved forward to some extent, and like. 90 days, whatever you want to say to yourself, I can't waste any more time on this relationship. Right. And, and that's so not they, a reflection of you. That's, yeah. a, that's a reflection of, hey, this is, because this, because at that point, you, you got to ask yourself, does that person align with what you have going forward with you? Because I'm not going to compromise myself. Right. Um, in terms of what I know, you know, God has for me, mm-hmm. um, for, you know, you maybe not being in that position just yet. Right. You know, so um, don't feel responsible for that at all. Facts. Big facts. Um, So give us a little piece on, as a man, what self-love slash self-care looks like. Because after we realize that we have red flags and um, what red flags are to us and what maybe some triggers are or whatever that make us stop and ask questions, we then have to say to ourselves, like, how do I give myself grace? How do I love on myself so that I'm willing to talk about red flags, you know? Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, there was a book, actually, I read this past summer. Um, mm-hmm. I have to find the name of it. I'll, I'll get, I'll get uh, Jay, the name of it, so you guys can potentially get that, um, all my men followers. But there's a book that talks about, um, I think it's like Love on Break or something like that. Okay. Um, and what it really taught me was that you have to learn how to appreciate you for who you are and the way God created you first mm-hmm. before you can open that space up for other people to, because... See, I think when we come to the, I, I've came to the realization, even my wife, my wife, whoever it is that I do marry, um, the one that I do hope to marry, I'm actually dating somebody now, so mm-hmm. shout out to her, she knows who she is, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, nah, um, that was like on the radio, how they be like, this one goes out to you, baby, <laughs> this one goes out to you, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, um, you have to realize that that person is not going to be your answer for everything in life, and realize that people are going to fail you even the people sometimes closest to you like and it's not to say that they do it intentionally but they're people right you know and i think i had to come to the space and say i really have to get a god-centered relationship with myself right before i try to expect that from somebody else to kind of add to what i do have so Um, like connecting with god yeah connecting with god is probably the, the most is probably the greatest form of self-love that you can do mm-hmm. as a woman or a man because he is a reflection of love himself 
And so you're trying to get close to what love really means, you know, and uh, it was a it was a good process. You know, for me, this past summer was a lot and I had to I had to do I had to step out of my comfort zone. In a way. Mm, I, had to, yeah. I had to stop, you know, trying to be in the mix in a way. Yeah. You know, trying to be like, you know, on a dating scene and trying to like, you know, see what's up with everybody and things of that nature or entertain stuff that I knew I shouldn't be trying to entertain. And really just focus on me, you know. It, mm-hmm. it, it was times, you know, I never did it, fun fact, before uh, until this past summer. But I went to, I took myself out on a date. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, you That's know. That's not wrong with I that. Went, I went to see a movie by myself, you know. Did you go to eat by yourself? I grabbed something to eat. Yeah, sat down. flowers. No, nah, I didn't want that. <laughs> I don't like flowers like that anyway. So I would hope, well, I don't know if I like it. I don't know. Well, that's another story. But, um. <laughs> See, look, she did it. She's planting. See? Sorry. 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 <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I did stuff like that. You know, um, I uh, made time for myself to, you know, read a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually become more of a habit now for me. Um, you know, just doing things that you want to do um, without judgment from anybody else. Yeah. I think that's um, what it's really based on is self-love. Um and that's both mentally and physically because a lot of times you'll see, you can notice a difference in yourself when you're super stressed and constantly worrying about, you know, others and pagans and, you know, maybe you're not meeting up to whatever expectation you may have for yourself or right. others and all the other stuff. But sometimes you really have to take back and say, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to relax. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Um, I'm going to, and and not do it in a way that's harming yourself. Obviously, I'm not right. telling you. Just be real. I'm not going to tell y'all if y'all smoke weed, just keep smoking weed. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we keep but it 100 on here. Keep it 100. But all I'm saying is to do things that step out of your comfort zone. So the things that may have been harming you before, like for me, it was, uh, I call it dating recreationally. Mm. Um, so dating without a purpose. Right. Just dating just to see what's going on. I don't know where it's going to go, but you know, I'll see what's going on with it, but not really... You know what I'm saying? Not really, and and you, but you knowing that that's not where, that's not where fruit for you is. Right. You know, like for me, my appetite. I know I like I know I like apples. Yeah. I like apples. Yet I'm trying to pull. I'm I'm going up to a tree where I see all oranges. And I'm like, ah, well, you know, it's a fruit. Right. That's fruit, but it's not. It's, it's not, not for you. Fruit. It's not the fruit for you. It's not the fruit for so me. I should actually change this podcast to Red Flags versus You. Because that's really what it is. It's like your red flags versus you, like knowing yourself, loving yourself, knowing what what's good for you, what's bad for you. I I like that. I like that. Right. Just because you are orange don't mean you bad. It right. just means that it ain't for me. It's not for me. And the thing is, at times it would just be more so to be like, you know, uh, just real, just you know, vulnerable moment for a second. But sometimes it would just be like just to say, you know, as a as a guy, because we're fed, we're constantly fed growing up that when you get when you can you know get all the girls get all these bad girls and things of that nature that it's almost like a badge of honor Mm -hmm. but like really in my experience you know kind of going through college like that and a little bit after college it's it it doesn't really yield anything no and stds are real just so y'all know (laughs) they're real (laughs) they're real stds you know these unplanned pregnancies Pregnancies, the stress that goes into that like i'm not even gonna go there but it's just still like soul ties soul ties like this there's so many things that come with that and as men i think what we got to start an initiative on and that's kind of why i have his cape not yours uh that's why i'm you know putting together a book Mm -hmm. um i want to do things that change the the regular 
you yeah. know, change that viewpoint that you have to be in all these different places to have some sort of badge of honor. Like, especially, like I said, when you, you're growing up, that's what you're taught. Yeah. Whether it's through music, whether it's through, you know, movies, um, you know, the peers that you're around, like when you were in high school and all that other stuff, like, and that's not, that's not cool. Um, not, not at all. If that person, this is another thing, if you, if you and that person are, uh, you know, compatible and you know that's what you want, but at 18, 17, 16 years old, you don't know what you want. You know, like, yes. you know, and, and for you to keep feeding that, that thing that comes, that comes full circle when you're grown. And I, I don't get to attest to that, honestly, because when, um, when I got married, I think I was like 21 and they say like pretty much like 22, 23. Like they say when you're 21, you're like, like you're, I think it's like your mind, your mind is fully developed. But I really, I've like shortly after that, I was like, my 22nd birthday was a couple months after that. And I swear I had to switch a couple of months later that, like, I felt like my adolescent mind matured into full adulthood. And I realized that had I just waited a little bit longer and consulted God, I probably wouldn't have married my my ex. Mm -hmm. And not because he's a bad person, but because I was too immature and I, in my mind, my hormones and whatever, would not have made the same decision that my mind said that I was starting to become in, come into now would would have at that time and so i think it's also just giving yourself time to grow and mature into the person that god wants you to be and then you want to be um you know and just like for me personally like self-care for me really was just learning how to sit down somewhere yeah. and be by myself like that was self-care for me like people think self-care was like putting on face masks and watching your favorite movie and getting your favorite drink mm. like no self-care for me was fighting the urge to always be out and be in the know yeah, right and exactly. having FOMO fear of missing mm -hmm. out like yeah, I had right. to learn how to sit down because FOMO that's a good one <laughs> Okay. I heard shout out to Mike Todd. He said that he said he heard that somewhere. So I don't know where that came from, but shout out to whoever created that. Shout out, Mike, shout out Michael Todd. <laughs> but I I had to like that was self care for me. Like, girl, sit down. Like you do not have to run out all over the place every every time your daughter's with her family and you know, on you know, of course I'm attentive when she's with me on my weekends, but I always felt like I had to go. I had to be in the mix, I had to be in the know. And I caring for myself was to stop feeling feeling whatever void I was avoiding with with things to do, with places mm -hmm. to go. And not saying that I don't go anywhere now, but if I'm not included, if I can't go, I don't feel bad. Yeah, yeah, I think that's you touched on that because so me and me and Jaleesa, we are kind of similar in some ways in mm -hmm. that capacity because uh, sometimes I feel like that too. I feel like overwhelmed when I'm I'm missing out on things and I'm not, you know. Sometimes I not being in the mix per se. No. Um, you know, I feel like you have to be somewhere that you really know in your heart that you really don't really want to be. It's just like a, a urge yeah. to kind of just You want you know, to be on that Instagram, yeah. Snapchat or whatever, like the stories. <laughs> Snapchat. Snapchat. Oof, take it back. Um, <laughs> no, not, see, Snapchat is funny because Snapchat's not that it's not like that far removed, but nobody's on that. Like, I, I don't go to Snapchat. To, Snapchat see, is for the crazy. See, well, to see Snapchat, you know, back in the day, it was before that was before IG got the DMs. Right. <laughs> before IG got the DMs. If you wanted to do something, you had to go on Snapchat. Snapchat dangerous, okay? Listen, That's what it is. Listen, that that when that thing used to pop up, like such and such is typing. 
Like, who? What you about to say? Right, yeah. What you about? Ah, uh, I ain't gonna sign it. And like, you know what? I'm like, I'm not even gonna open it. You know, we good. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave them on red. <laughs> basically, I can't wait you. Or matter of fact, no. The worst thing was when you went on there and you see the person opened it. Yeah. And it's just no response initially. Like, You're like, wah, wah, wah. right. Um, we totally got off but, topic. But I don't not, know what we was just saying. But no, nah, but no. Um, so. Sometimes I get caught up in, like, me for self-love is really just, like, sitting still. Yeah. Because um, I think, and then I told her this summer it was something I was going, I kind of realized is you don't have to be in motion to be in motion. Mm, I thought you said that. And, yeah, that was something that I had to really sit on and say, I don't have to be, because for me, I'm I'm ambitious. I like, I like to, I like growth. I want to grow. Right. I'm constantly thinking about what I, what else I can do better. Right. Um, and a lot of times... It gets, it's funny because it actually is counteractive to, it's actually counteractive to the whole point of it. Right. Because a lot of times we think so much about growth that it actually stifles our growth because now we're getting overwhelmed by all the different options and things that we could do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, that was one thing that, um, kind of intertwining with what I had to do to kind of do that self-love routine is just to sit still, um, be okay with where I'm at. Yeah. And be okay with the process right. of getting to where I want to be at. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that for me was self-love because that was more like, that was more, a lot of this stuff is more mental for me, you know, yeah. more more mental. So, you know, I might sometimes just grab some tea, mm-hmm. just chill. Like for me, I watch, I, cartoons is my thing, guys. I love, I, I, <laughs> I watch Looney Tunes for probably like four or five hours if I could. Like, you, right, like right. just, you know, that's just the way I wind down, you know, uh, Matter of fact, last night, fun fact, I was watching Scooby Doo. <laughs> I was watching Scooby Doo. Like, That's a throwback. Listen, I, it's just it's just what I do. Like um, some people have video games, you know. Some people have, you know, uh, maybe just you know listening to music, which is that's something I do too, listen to music. But uh, I would say when I'm really just like, you know, I'm really relaxing. I'm not thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching cartoons. <laughs> All right. So that's, that's, but that's the thing. That's like self care though. Like knowing what you, I think knowing what you like and knowing what you care, what, what makes you happy will help you to also like, I know it sounds weird to spot to, to knowing you, it sounds weird, but with red flags, but knowing you helps you receive red flags better because you're like this this doesn't make me happy that's true right this i don't like this feeling i know what i I know i know if i could be happy by myself that's good then i need to i need you to make me i need you to make me happy as equally happy as i am watching scooby-doo i know what i'm not welcoming into my environment when i'm I'm by myself exactly so if you bring those things into my environment into my space when i'm with you yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be it's gonna be difficult. Cause I, me and Scooby Doo could be happy together. Yeah, I don't right. have to, I don't have to uh, deal me with all me that and drama. Scoob, <laughs> you know, me, me and Scoobs, you know, <laughs> like we don't, we don't, we don't gotta have all this drama. It's not really that necessary. I think it's really also last part of it is I'm gonna say is learning what you're not willing to compromise. Yeah, that's because true. I think see it's so see in a relationship you're gonna have to learn how to compromise. Right, which is it that's fine. But what I think you shouldn't compromise is compromising what you know is true about yourself. Because I think, and that's, I think, the scary thing when you're trying to date seriously, per se, Mm -hmm. when you're in those developing stages, because you don't really know who you are at that moment. Right. So you don't know if you're compromising because you want that person or if you're compromising just because it's actually good for the relationship. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And that's true to know the difference. Because I had a, you know, a relationship when I was in college that, I mean, what didn't I compromise? Right. I mean, everything. <laughs> like, yeah. I was honestly, like, that was probably one of my lower points when I was in college uh, throughout that relationship. And it was because I just felt like I was compromising myself so much that I was running away from who God created me to be. Right. You know, it was like, I, I just remember just one nugget that I'll share is, I remember, um, so she was really into politics, mm-hmm. right? She had political, poli science major, uh, went to the same college, which uh, that's another story. <laughs> um, but I remember she, you know, told me one time, she was like, yo, I really don't like, I don't know what it is, like, but I'm just not, you know, I guess, you know, turned on or like, you know, like excited to, to spend time with you anymore. And it was like, Dang. and it was like, because and it, it was basically surrounded by the fact that we didn't talk politics and like really going heavy mm. into what her interests were. And she needed that. And she felt like she needed that. And I was like, all right, well, you know, mind you. I hate politics. Like I like listen, I'm cool. Like I know I'm aware of it. Right. But I'm not going, all right, well, what's Biden doing? What this is what they're doing with this. I'm like, yo, like, listen. Like, what's that? Like, I know it's probably got to do with something, but I don't it's not affecting me right now. And I'm just like not I was not that into it. But me, I just like all right, you know what, I'll start looking at politics more, I'll start getting like the CNN updates and reading articles. Bruh, I was like, I don't like this. Like, even when I when I started doing it. But is that a compromising yourself or is that compromising for a relationship? It was, it, that was compromising myself because I just did not like it. I don't think so, though. Because you know guys could be compatible. There's going to be things in relationships that you don't like. But, it was, but see, the thing was, it was it was almost a manipulative thing, though. That's, uh, what I, okay. that's what I'll say. Because now, looking back at it, it was more like... It was because our relationship was on the rocks at that point anyway. Okay. And so it was kind of like one of those things that you do to kind of, for me, just maintain the relationship. Right. Not because, see, the thing is, here's my thing. You can't make a, you can't make a person want to do something mm-hmm. that they don't want to do. Right. And the thing is, again, when I was compromising that, I was trying to do something that I know I didn't want to do at that particular time. Would I have maybe come around to politics at some point? Maybe. Who knows? But <laughs> at that point in time, it was so drawn out to the point. It was a, it was such a drawn out issue right. that I felt like there was no other solution than for me to get right into it. Right. Which I definitely was not trying to do. We're just like, I'm not trying like, to, I don't want to talk about I'm nothing not, that's going like, on. That's just not my interest. Um, That's just not what I want to talk about, like, <laughs> if I'm being honest. like Okay. So, I mean, uh, but like, it was just like stuff like So, if that. the relationship wasn't on the rocks and it was good, I feel like you talking, you trying to take an interest in something is not compromising yeah. yourself. Because love doesn't cause you to compromise sure. yourself. It Agreed. causes it. Love causes if it, it, it causes you to compromise, but for the betterment of the relationship. And it should if any compromise that you make in a relationship should be for the betterment of you as it's, well. That's what I, and that's what I mean. It shouldn't be just for the relationship because if you're doing it just for the relationship, you'll get lost in that and lose yeah. and lose who you are. You'll lose your own identity exactly. because you'll put so much of your identity into that relationship. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's the point I was trying to make. Like, okay. if I'm not trying to talk about politics and I just don't, that's not something that I enjoy talking about. You can't make me enjoy 
Right. Enjoy but, it, per se. So like, me, say, me learning about it is one thing. Okay, that's different. But, so, what if she was saying, like, I know you don't like talking about politics, but would you allow me to discuss, like, what I've learned and oh, you take it in? Oh, no. I And I did that. That's okay. my thing. Like, I would listen to her. I mean, obviously, I I didn't like it, but I would, I would listen right. to her. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Okay, so I get what you're saying. Like, just yeah. trying to follow along. But it was that it was basically the point that I didn't have a rebuttal for like oh, the questions. So she wanted to debate. She like she wanted oh, to like have. Sis, you gonna have to go to like the debate club. That's what stuff. I was, because sometimes in relationships, like you're never gonna find that perfect person. She might have found somebody that likes politics, but now he's not meeting her in one area. So you have to figure out ways to get your all. You you have to before you get in a relationship. Figure out ways you like to have your needs met before all of this, exactly. so that. In the event he can't meet it, well, this, I'm not talking about emotional needs. I'm talking about like certain hobbies. Well, I'll just go hang out with my friends that like to do this, and I'll see you later, baby. Right. And End it, of story. And there's nothing wrong with it because now he, you know, he or she's happy right. because she's able to do it. She or he is able to do what they want to do. Right. And you're kind of at that point. If that's not something that you want to do, you you know that that's a space that that person can do. Obviously, if it's not compromising your relationship. Right. But I mean, like. It's like guys with like basketball. I personally would never sit down and watch basketball. I would go to a basketball game and get hyped. But to, for me to watch TV and watch basketball, I'm not going to do that. But if you want to tell me. flag, fellas. <laughs> No, <laughs> now, I'm going to game and we're going to be lit, you know? But I just not like, I can't watch sports on TV, but that's me. But that does, does that stop? Does that now mean that I hate you and because you want to talk about football right. or basketball or, right. and I'm not like 100% right. sure about what you're talking about? Does that make me like, does that mean that the whole relationship is done? No, bro. Do what you're not going to, because you're not going to cut, you're not going to like, if he wants, if he's talking about something like, like if you say, hey, babe, or whatever, how was your day? Right. And he's like, Yo, man, they just traded so and so. Like you will never. I'm like, wow. Uh, like, like you're saying, like you know, what I'm saying. Obviously, I don't think if if the person knows you to that point that you're not into sports, right? Like that, they're not gonna be like, dang, I want her to give her a full analysis of like what she thinks. <laughs> like, but this is also why you should have friends, and that you shouldn't lose your friendships and relationships because, good. in the same sense, I could call like for me, I like talking about. Like, I have friends, like, we like to read books together. Yeah. My, my man, my future man, wherever you may be, boo, I'm just waiting <laughs> on you. Uh, <laughs> my future man might not like to, like, you know, if you don't like to read books, that's a red flag. I'm sorry, but he might not like to read what I like to first. read. <laughs> read books, fellas. Yes, read. I, I need to know that you <laughs> like to read, okay? Um, But you might not like to read what I like to read, so... I have girlfriends that I talk to now that I'm like, sis, you read that book? That part was crazy, right? So if you don't want to talk mm-hmm. about it, like I'm not losing like myself in the relationship because now you're my only friend and we don't we can't talk about everything with right. each other. Right. Um, so I think that that's great. Like self-care equates to, is self-love equates to you knowing who you are. So it's you versus the red flags and you can know what makes you happy, what you need, what you don't need, what's an issue and what's not an issue. What you're willing to put up with and what you're not willing to put up with. So I got, so I got a question. Sure. So, um, because here, so here's one thing that I've always been just curious about as a from a woman's perspective is, so, because me as a man, I'm at this point now, I am very, I am very limiting to my relationships and or friendships with other women. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you know, you want. One of the homies, and there, you know, obviously, it's never been no any yeah, type of thing beyond yeah. that. But like, so for example, like, how would you feel if somebody was friends, let's per se say, with somebody that they something may have some lines may have been crossed potentially, 
like let's say your man like whoever you would has a friend and he tells you hey we're just friends but at some point the line was crossed do you feel like at that point for your own that that could be something for you so here's the thing i'm gonna answer that question the the unhealed version of me yeah and who's not secure in herself mm-hmm. would have had a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Why? Now, I understand why that would be a problem, but here's yeah. my thing. I'm not going to get up in arms and try to tell you to change something that you don't feel like you should change after I've already expressed myself. Right. So it's not, is it a problem for me? It's, is it a problem for so, you so to set you the ex- boundaries? So, you, so what, you're, what you're telling me is you would express and say, hey, I don't know how that works. Yeah, se. I just, like, for me, it's like, I'm gonna ask you, what would, how would you feel in my shoes? Yes. The, the, like I think, because I, I think in, in today's society we get so possessive of people. Yes. And I want you to be here, and I want you to make choices, and I want you to do things because you want to do it, not right. because you want to keep me, and not because I want you to do it. Right. So I would pose that question as t- to say, hey, how would you feel? Because I'm not really feeling this because you told me X, Y, and Z. So how would you feel if it was you? If it was you, would you feel comfortable with this? Because I'm not really sure if I feel comfortable with this. I would have to see how y'all interact together. Are y'all still flirting? Whatever. And so then after I pose my question and after I've asked you to set my boundaries, set the boundaries to help me feel comfortable, and I'm not even saying not to be friends, but it should be like you shouldn't be having to feel like you have to sneak around and text. Like what what does it look like? Exactly. What is that? I think is what it looks like. Yeah. Like for me, it's all it's like a situation where, because even for me, I'm just like if if that if that person for me is my best friend, right? Yeah. Like the person I'm with. I mean, I don't see how I need per se to have a lot of different, not a different, but I I, I don't see why I have to be with somebody or be in relationship with somebody that is part of my past in a way. In terms of that yeah. aspect, like yeah. obviously there, there was, and I said if lines. I think the the extent is if lines were crossed. I think, but that's the point. Though yeah. when a line is crossed, right. you cross the line, right. you cross the and line. you can't go back over the exactly line. Exactly. So point. Right. that's the consequences. There's consequences yeah. to our actions. Right. So you cross the line. Mm-hmm. There's a consequence. The consequence now is that when you get a relationship with somebody, or I get in a relationship with somebody, they might not be comfortable with right. that. But what I'm saying is like the whole me would tell mm-hmm. you to set that boundary, right. and then if you don't set it. Again, I'm mm-hmm. comfortable by myself. Right. I like, I love self. I love Jaleesa. Right. Jaleesa loves herself. So I'm willing to walk away if you can't secure me. Because mm-hmm. everybody deserves to feel secured right. and validated in a relationship. Exactly. And not to be told that they're crazy or jealous yeah. or, or, mm-hmm. or etc. So if I've told you that this bothers me and I don't want to be walking around here loose and sleep, stressed out, ready to cuss you out, stalk you, whatever... <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, that's the type of time you want. No, I'm just saying, like, Real talk. because as a, the more you spend <laughs> yeah. with somebody, the deeper your heart gets to it. When your yeah. heart is involved, emotions and, and logic goes out the window. And if yeah. I don't want to get to that place, and you're already showing me that with something where you said you crossed the line, you're not willing to validate and secure me in, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna head out. Right, I'm head out. I'm head uh, out, chief. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, I just because, um. That situation has come, you know, with me, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I just, you know, it was, it was, it was just a call because it's just like, and I think this is the, this is the danger, and you know, and I hope you guys aren't doing this, but like, you know, with sleeping around and doing things casually, mm-hmm. because now, you know, I mean, especially if those people are friends to you or whatever capacity they are in, beyond whatever it is that y'all are doing, it's never going to be like that moving forward, right. It's never going to be like that moving forward again because you, there's always that prospect of 
there's another person that's going to be involved that's like, yeah, I don't, I, I'd rather not be, you know, around right. somebody who was, you know what I mean? Like, right. you know, but, um, like my position is put yourself in my shoes right? and whatever you feel is best based on how you would feel. Let me know how you would want that to be handled yep. and then we'll take it from there. So, I, so with that being said, I think for both of us, you would you agree? Mm-hmm. At least for myself, I'm saying, I think a red flag is if you have a continue, you still have a continuous, not a relationship to where it's like, I'm like it, like if whatever, like it's a hello, like passing by, yeah, being that, casual. I don't mind that. that I'm not that's cool. kind of crazy. I'm cool with that, you know. But I'm talking about if you are like saying, "Oh, I'm going to go hang out with so and so." I'm like, that's my best friend. That's the sis. Well, you and the sis cross the line. Yeah, you so and like, the that's sis. That's not the sis no more. Like, yeah, you and the bruh cross yo, the line. This, listen, I, I can tell you, <laughs> but it, that's funny. It's funny how we from people like you know how people do that where it's like, oh, that's just the sis, you know, that's just the bro, right? Like, yeah. No, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, I think uh, I think that's a, I think that would be for y'all potentially too, just something to consider because, I mean, it, it's not it's not being over. I I, I think we got to get past this, this identity that that stuff is doing too much. If that's something that you know you can't handle, right? It's part of self love. Again, I know that that's not something that's going to put me in a good place, knowing that you are still continuing this relationship with this person to the extent that you had before. Right. Because the heart is desperately know. wicked. Who could know its ways? So if mm-hmm. I know that you're going to put me in a position where my I can lash out in my flesh, or I'm putting myself in a position by tolerating this after I've asked you a question, asked you to do something, then no. It's setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Or what are your boundaries with boundaries. males and females? Yeah. Period. Like, you may have not crossed a brown boundary physically, but sometimes we cross a, a boundary emotionally. Like, we communicate also in spirit and gesture. Mm-hmm. So, our spirit, our, our hearts, our minds, our, you, you commit to act in your mind mm-hmm. and in your heart before you actually do it physically. Yeah. So, have you, was there an emotional affair mm-hmm. going on with this person? Like, People like to tell people that they're crazy, but we all can pick up on vibes. Like, I can pick up on Listen, the fact that there was something, whether energy. y'all explored it or not. And I don't feel comfortable with that. Not saying that you have to stop talking to this person in general. I'm just saying, but like, we have to put a boundary. We have it, to set something up to where, I, I believe, so here's what, so here's what, and here's what God did, right? I think about how God, after, um, after the uh, Israelites got out of Egypt, right? Mm. Drop it with some biblical stuff here, sorry. But... After he got out of there, um, uh, with Moses, rather, with Moses leading them out of Egypt, he had to set things in place, some boundaries in place in terms of their diets, mm-hmm. their hab- like what they could and couldn't do. And a lot of people look at it as just rules, just to have rules. No. no it's, it, he put those things in place so that they had a better a better opportunity a better of, life a, a better life and a better and a better life uh a better way to survive mm-hmm. what he had created for them wow, at that point good. in time at that point in time they were in the middle of nowhere right so i you can't like you know we talk about fasting and uh you know not eating uh you know meats and things of that nature like right. they couldn't eat they couldn't eat they had to you know cut they had to cut the the goat this particular way right. and, and those things were in place so that they didn't go out there and die of dehydration and and there were no doctors at that point in time so it's like if you get sick like right. it's pretty much curtains for you right you know so it's just so it's just like i think about that in terms of a relationship um the boundaries may not always stay the they, they may not be they may not be the same in terms of 
as you progress throughout a relationship, mm-hmm. but certain things you know have to have the boundaries and have to be set for the relationship for the, for the survival of the relationship. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, you know, I, I I agree with that. So, um, red flags versus you. I mean, I think we've broken down more. We gave people more than what they came for. You Listen, you came for appetizer. Runneth, we gave you a full course meal. Runneth over. Yes. So <laughs> be, be full and be blessed <laughs> this week. Um, but. I really just appreciate you, Brandon, for coming on here oh, thank you. and spent your knowledge with everybody. Can you tell people where they can find you at? Yeah, uh, so I have my own personal um, Instagram page. It's uh, Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-A-N underscore merchant. Um, and then I have the uh, His Cape Not Yours podcast, as uh, uh, Jay had alluded to earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's His Cape, one word, underscore, not yours, one word. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find that on IG as well. Give us a follow. We got some episodes out. Um, we are on uh, uh, was it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. The basics. The basics. You know the the, the highlights, y'all. You know? <laughs> if y'all don't got an iPhone, it's twenty lesson, dog. It's twenty twenty. No shade. No shade. Level to the up. Androids. Level up. Level up. I'm level just up. Saying. <laughs> you can have no my, all the shade to Android. We want all the smoke this why, year. <laughs> see, I'm think, my thing is you can only have two. Like you can only have the the, the Google Play and the Spotify. Why not have all three? We why, have it all. Why not have the trifecta? Look, I'm trying to give. I'm trying to give you all. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get your cup to run it over, baby right. girl. Like, chair, 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 chair. I can't. My girls watch. I love you. Oh watching. my god. I <laughs> can't. Um. Yeah. So that's where you can find um Brandon at. He be dropping some like real talk, real knowledge. Um. He be dropping words out here on us. We gonna see him do big things in the future. Big teams. Um, <laughs> big teams. Uh, so I appreciate you for coming on here. You guys know that you can find me at underscore Jaleesa J-E-L-I-S-S-A F-R-A and as a Nancy K Jaleesa Frank on IG and um, of course Let's Be Frank Podcast and yeah like share. I appreciate you guys when you guys give feedback. If you guys want to discuss this more we definitely can in the DMs. Don't be sliding in my DMs for anything else but that. You know, unless God sent <laughs> you to slide in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. God bless. That's what we're doing. Okay. That's gotta be the, the standard. <laughs> but um, <laughs> standard yes. for the funny business. <laughs> I can't with y'all. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's it. Pretty much. Like, like this um podcast. Like, share. Um, definitely leave reviews. Subscribe. All that. All that plus tags. And you know what we say. I'm just gonna leave y'all with our saying. Visualize your best self. Show up for that person each and every day. Your guest is someone else's blessing. She's fire, y'all. <laughs> Follow her if you haven't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, peace.